Hello, and you're listening to FP Cars, the podcast for fruitless pursuits, where we discuss the last couple of weeks of popular culture. I'm Luke. I'm Jacinto. And this week, we're talking about... Many, many movies. Yeah. Lots of movies to catch up on, seeing as how this podcast has become a little bit sporadic uh, mm. during this particular period of uh, your life, really. Yeah. I watched it out the other day that I've been sick for like five months. Like, I basically lost half my year. You're going to say half your body weight. No, no, I've definitely not done that. Like, because I, I've, I haven't felt like going out. So I just sit at home and eat chips on the couch. And it definitely has not decreased my body weight. Uh, yeah. Well... Uh, it's all coming to an end soon. Yes, thank You're going to get your surgery. I'm getting surgery to have all my uh, inside of my face scraped out to the outside of my face. Right in time for Halloween, you're going to yeah, have your good. nose removed. Mm. You're going to get a tea light put in there. Yeah. And you are going to be the best little uh, Jacinta Lantern for Halloween. Yeah. See, this joke didn't land last week when he told it to me. I think it's much better as like a red skull. I think it's like a, like, like a red skull kind of thing. They cut off the nose and like they're scraping out all the shit inside. They just the pumpkin seeds. Yeah, just like just like smear all the the bloody mucosa shit all over my face. Just make it red and then cut the nose off. Red skull. It's red skull. It's right there. I know. I'm sorry. I should have. Uh... Remembered that you'd always choose the Nazi option. Well, you know, I did see a Jojo Rabbit poster today and I found Sam Rockwell very fetching before I realised he was in a, a, a Nazi uniform and I went, ooh, Jesus, okay. Sharp dresses. <laughs> well, you know. Well, we do. It's not have, true. We do have a ton of movies to catch up on. There's mm. a billion things uh, that we've seen. I've been on an adventure. I mm-hmm. went and met Haley Atwell, which was did. pretty awesome. Got her to sign something and went to a meet and greet with her. Made her laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she actually spent more time on my question than anyone else's at the meet and greet. Yeah. We had a, a, a good, actually, a good serious discussion about uh, representation and, and Me Too and stuff like that, and uh, all things that she's very interested in, and um, it might have been a welcome relief from uh, all the questions like, if you could have any superpowers, what would they be? Do you like better Captain America or Iron Man? If, if Peggy Carter was here now and you guys went to McDonald's, what would she order? What's your favourite fruit? If uh, you could write any comic book series for Marvel, which one would you write Hayley Atwell, known comic book writer for Marvel? Well, Animal would be your fursona. And what superpowers would it have? (laughs) Yeah, so she had a lot of... (laughs) Human repellent would be... (laughs) (laughs) She did actually say her superpower would be power naps. So there you go. Very relatable. It's very um, practical. Yeah. So, uh, no, that was awesome. She was cool, and uh, I, I had a big adventure. I threw axes. I ate the world's hottest chili. Mm. I broke stuff in a breaking room. Mm. See, of all the things you did on your holiday, that was by far the thing that appealed to me the most. I went to Madame Tussauds and groped a lot of the ex- exhibitions. <coughs> so gross. Exhibits. I went to the aquarium, groped oh, yeah. a lot of the... Gropers? Manatees. Oh, the gropers, it's right there, the man. The dugongs. It's right there. Uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it went to the heavy petting pool. 
There's cuttlefish with restraining orders now. More like cuttlefish, am I right? Only if you ask nicely. Yeah, worked that starfish. Got in those clamps. Mm. <laughs> you avoided the sea cucumbers, I heard. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not gay. Ah! <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, fuck, you could fit a sea cucumber in that pause. Yeah, not after the edit, but uh, just imagine for everyone listening to the edited version that uh, we just sat in silence for a while, not really knowing where we were or what we were doing. <laughs> Or why anyone would want to ever listen to this. Uh, but look, we're here. We're back. Uh, we do have movies um, to talk about. We're going to skip the news. I don't think there was anything, like, particularly... You know, we're not here for breaking news. We're here mm. to, to talk about stuff. Well, yeah, well, when we're doing, like, one show every six weeks, we're probably... Talking about the news is probably not really worth yeah, it. Remember that thing that happened a month and a half yeah. ago? No. There wasn't anything um, especially interesting to me <laughs> in the pop culture news, except for... Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh. I'm just getting a call through. Wait a sec. Yeah? Uh-huh. No, I told you, not interested. So it was just Jeremy Renner threatening yeah, to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I blocked him, mm-hmm. but that was from a payphone. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everyone's getting those at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, not willing to riff on that. No. All right, fair no. enough. Look, you allegedly, know what? Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, while on alleged cocaine, allegedly four years ago. It's hard to allegedly. say. Allegedly. Oh, it was four years ago. Yeah. So he's not on the cocaine anymore. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he is. He's probably just not calling people. And, and I mean, he wasn't threatening to kill them. He just said, "I wish they were dead." Like, there's, there's, there's a nuance there. Yeah. yeah oh, I yeah. wish many people were dead. Oh, hey, mm. heard it here first. And I'm not even on cocaine, so you know. When you release that single, though, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a, like it doesn't prove you're on cocaine, but yeah. it doesn't look good. You know, like and I swear, I swear setting. to Jesus, when he had that app, I have, I'd never went on the app. And then when it got shut down, I was like, oh. It's because he threatened to kill everyone he signed <laughs> up. <sighs> uh, I shouldn't say that because... Um, he has more expensive lawyers than you. An arrow might come flying through the, the window. All right. Uh, look, if you want to know what movies we're going to be talking about today, because there's a lot, uh, we'll talk about the ones that we both saw mm. first. We saw Hustlers. Mm-hmm. We saw that last week. We just came out of Zombieland 2, colon, double tap. You have a double tap to colon? Uh, can't say I have. Okay, missing out. Uh, I saw some other zombie movies. I saw Dead Don't Die, and I watched that on the plane on the way home, mm-hmm. uh, and Little Monsters. And uh, I also saw Joker. We haven't talked about that. I saw Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark in 4D. Uh-huh. So there's some, there's some things to talk about. And did you see anything else that I might not have um... seen that you want to talk about? No, I've been okay. watching mostly the back of my eyelids. Okay, well, you might... <laughs> and, want... and I would give them five stars. Good eyelids. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They uh, do their job. Uh-huh. All right, uh, nature's curtains. Mm. <laughs> nature's blinds. Yeah. Yeah, more like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, well, should we talk about Hustlers first? Yeah. Now, this movie's been getting a pretty good rap. Yeah, I it's saw a, a trailer the other day that had all the, you know, five stars and this, you know, generational fucking mate. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Great. And I do people on uh, the social medias that I, you know, that I talk to and respect opinions of saying that they had really enjoyed it. They'd seen it like multiple times. And I was like, oh, great. This sounds brilliant. Yeah. So I went in with pretty high expectations. Mm. This is the movie about uh, strippers. Mm. Who in 
It's based on a true story, right? Yeah, yeah. During the uh, global financial crisis. So tough times. Yeah, needed to get some money and basically fleece the whole bunch of Wall Street dudes. Yeah. And that's it, pretty much. Well, they, they like, um, it wasn't just like a sort of numbers scam, was it? They were drugging them. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's what it's about. And it has some uh, heavy hitters in there, like uh, Jennifer mm. Lopez mm. and uh, Constance Wu. Yes, Constance Wu. And is it the blonde chick from the Archie show? Yeah. Is that her? Yeah. yeah, Betty. You're Betty or Veronica fan? Um, I don't feel like I've watched enough of it to no, but I mean, just have a mean, true judge. Oh, I just mean in general. Oh, I don't know. Again, I don't really have an opinion. You don't, you don't like, have one that sort of... Okay, I guess because you're a girl. Yeah. Jughead or Archie? Like of the new show, Archie, because Jughead's a bit of a sad boy. No, I mean, like, in the comics. Oh, well... So I, I mean, like, long nose, eating hot dogs, wearing a crown. No, it's got to be Archie, because Jughead, like, sucks in the comics. But Archie's a ranger. Mm, it's like recessive genes. We can get rid of it. What if Jughead uh, let you wear his crown? No. Because okay. he's still... He's, like, he's still Jughead. Like, the crown, it makes it worse, surely. Like, just some dude. Like, some rando, like... Not particularly attractive dude who just eats hot, eats hot dogs all the time in a crown. Like, you know, we're friends with that guy. I don't know. I like it. I, I think it's not bad. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Well, we're very different people. That's true. And that's what mm. makes this uh, show so zingy and flowy <laughs> and uh, a must listen. So yeah, hustlers. Um, I'll say it straight out. I didn't. I didn't connect with it in the same way that uh, audiences and media seem to have connected with it. Mm, I would agree with that. Actually, I was uh, like, I enjoyed it enough. Like, I. I don't think I got out of it what I was expecting to get out of it. I did not feel the wonderful kind of girl gang romp energy that I was expecting or the sort of, you know, girl power sticking it to the man kind of thing. Like, they were all kind of assholes, like, <laughs> stealing these dudes' money and they're going, yeah, but they're kind of jerks too. And it's like, yeah, but, like, this isn't fucking always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to come in and just be like, oh, well, I'm enjoying watching everyone be pieces of shit to each other. I agree. I felt everyone in the film. I mean, obviously the Wall Street guys are garbage people in mm. it. But I thought everyone was a garbage person. Mm. And I just thought... This felt very ruthless. Yeah. And, like, unpleasantly ruthless. And just so... And I know that's kind of the point, but so... Um, grossly obsessed with money mm. it, it wasn't like it sets up this oh we've got no choice we've got to do this to survive or whatever and, we, mm. and and it shows um that you're even if you get a normal menial job yeah. that your boss is going to be a completely unreasonable asshole and mm. you know she was working at old navy and this guy's like you can't have any fucking time off you do your shift blah, blah, blah. Mm. and you just go uh, yeah greatest country in the world okay great um, so they had no option but to do this thing. Mm. But then every time they got money, they were like, oh, we got money! And then they Let's were like... 45 fur fucking coats. Yeah, money, <laughs> motherfucker! And spraying <laughs> champagne everywhere. Like, when they first get the five grand and there's like four of them, mm. never seen women more excited about $1,250. Mm. Yeah. Ah, I got money! Fucking you! And like, you know, that'd be me every second Thursday. Yeah. Getting the champagne out, spraying it everywhere. Money, mm. motherfucker, let's get that money. Mm. So, yeah, they just fucking love money. But, I mean, the dialogue is not there to make me endeared to these people. Yeah, it's not a snappy script at all, really. No, I... they, they all sounded pretty dumb. And 
you know, like, that's something I read in one of the reviews. Someone was said, oh, you know, and it's got so much warmth. And I was like, wow. Like, I, I felt, felt the complete opposite. It was so... Mm cold and inhuman to me like mm. just a total the garbage s- fire of of predatory behavior yeah the only scene that i really loved and sort of started to think oh okay this it's starting to roll along now is when they're um at christmas and everyone's together and the presents and it's, it, it feels like this real family thing and but then it's, that's when it really all starts to kind of unwind. But I still it? thought they were really obnoxious in that scene. Um, and don't get me wrong, I think the performances are really good. Like mm. I think um, J Lo looks unbelievable. Yeah, and J Lo is like firing all cylinders. She does yeah. an amazing job. It's it's um, a pretty uncompromising, out there, committing. She does a really good job. Yes, but I don't think that the script of the story is is mm. making me like I wouldn't want to hang out with any of those people. No, no way. I don't want to spend time with them. No. Uh, and, and I think that's the big shortcoming there for me that I yeah. have big short producers of. Like, it doesn't have that. And speaking of that, so, yeah, the producer, uh, the director and producers of um, Big Short, which is Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, just ignore the fact that I'm burping all the way through this, um, they, you, you can feel that influence on there, yeah. like, that it's almost set up to be a big short kind of film, mm. but at the same time it doesn't have the... Uh, sort of cleverness of the presentation. Mm. It occasionally tries to do something a little bit out of the box with yeah. the way that it's presented, but... Mm. It doesn't start like that, though. No. Like it kind of introduces it late and then just sort of expects you to roll with it. And it's like, oh, this yeah. probably should have been established a little bit earlier. Yeah, so, um, no, I just... I didn't love it. And also, I thought their scam looked like hard work. Yeah. I was just like, oh, fucking... No, just seriously, just get a, a job. Yeah. You know? Like, things can't be that that bad. Mm. Yeah. I, I, and I just, I don't know what, like, I'm not entirely sure what side we were really meant to be on. Like, obviously the dudes were garbage, and the women, they, they constantly show you the reason for them wanting their money and all of that sort of stuff, and that's fine. Um, but there's just a point where it tips from being a bit of a innocent kind of skimming money off the top scam-ish type thing to just being like, Assault. Crime. <laughs> yeah. just, but just being crime. And then it's like, oh, well, okay. Like, where, where are we Where are we sitting here? Yeah. 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 No, I, um, no, it just, it didn't work for me. I had no empathy for anyone. And uh, it was a, just a horrible world, a horrible situation. Yeah. Everything looked shitty and, um, yeah. But uh, fairly well presented. Mm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it that. So, um, yeah, mileage may vary. Mm. Uh, and then really, well, actually, could I, let me just talk about Joker maybe. Because yeah, okay. Just because it's probably thematically, because it's also about garbage people in a mm. very bleak version of America and a, mm. a version where, again, the most menial job you have, you get yelled at and treated like shit mm. and uh, everything's dirty and horrible and everyone's miserable and you think, oh, yes, greatest country mm. in the, in the, the world. <laughs> Um, I'll be a bit of a hypocrite here, which is why I wanted to bring this up. Because, Mm -hmm. again, I have no empathy for any of the garbage people in Joker either. But I did enjoy that more. Mm. And it was because um, I did find it entertaining. I did find the performance kind of mesmerising. I think um, something interesting about it for me was that it... You know, some of those shots that you see in the trailer and stuff where you think, oh, these might be later on in the film when he Mm. started to progress are actually very, very early on. I mean, he hits the ground running in terms of being this troubled character. Mm. 
So I think it's well done. I think it's entertaining. It left me wanting more. And I say that in a good way, but also a bad way because it felt like it was half a movie in a lot of ways. I don't think this movie surprises you and does a lot more beyond what the trailer does. Mm -hmm. And once he's established as, okay, he's the Joker, it kind of ends. And I, mm. and I don't really have a true sense as to what his Joker would be like because I have no sense of what his real agenda is or what his plans are or if he could even carry out a scheme or a plan. Mm. Um, and I think that was a real shortfall for me because he's not a smart Joker. Like, he has trouble with his literacy and things like that. Mm. He's obviously mentally ill. He's struggling with all these things that... And he's also... So he's not smart and he's also not very self-aware... Like, he's not aware of how he's projecting himself to other people. Mm. Where I always think of the Joker as, as crazy as he is, he's very self-aware. He's very aware mm. of what he's doing and he's got a clear agenda and mm. he's doing all this craziness, but he's actually mm. moving He's always all. sharp. Like, the Joker's sharp. Yeah, and he's moving all the pieces around in a way yeah. that is going to really fuck with people. And mm. I just can't imagine this one doing it. So, in a way, it doesn't feel like a, a comic book movie in the slightest. Mm. Um, you know, the, the bits, references to Bruce Wayne and Gotham City and stuff like that in it, you could almost just, well, Take you could just completely get rid yeah. of. I mean, this could be just as easily about a guy and probably would be more believable as a guy who was a fan of characters like the Joker yeah. and was, a, and probably Rick and Morty and Deadpool too, mm. uh, and was online a lot. Mm. And then you would go, oh, okay, yeah, I get this story. Yeah. So entertaining, but, um. So I do think it's good a good movie. I think it's worth watching if you're a pop culture person, which you obviously are if you're listening to this. But at the same time, I don't know if it's really a very important movie. Mm. Um, I don't think it really says very much about people in mm. the world and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I have seen a lot of um, reviews that uh, that say, well, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it, it just kind of was there. Yeah, and I've seen the opposite, that total hyperbole of, like, oh, my God, this is the best picture winner. Mm. This is just the most powerful comic book you feel. Isn't that funny? Because people got really twisted up, didn't they, about Scorsese saying that comic book films were mm. theme rides. And the and everybody got so defensive online, mm. even, like, friends on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not wrong. Like, they are fucking... Yeah. You know, you're on rails and you're enjoying being on the rails. And, you know... It's fine. And, you know, and, earned, if, and if somebody else doesn't like the thing that you like, like, who fucking cares? Yeah, he's earned the right to say that. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, he's I think, it's, I think it's just a little rough. Like, when people then turn, oh, what would you fucking know and stuff. And yeah, people a lot. are like, Captain Marvel, though, is one of the most emotional. Look, I like Captain Marvel yeah. a lot, but don't pretend it's really saying anything deep about mm. life and humanity. Like, yeah. take it for what it is, and it, mm. it, it's a great ride, but mm. if you're really looking for some adult themes and things like that, mm. th there are better films yeah. out there, in the same way that people go, Die Hard's my favorite Christmas movie. I don't. Oh, it's nearly that I know, season I had again. To bring oh. it up. But what I just mean is, if it only has a little bit of Christmas in, as opposed to all these movies that have a lot of Christmas in, yeah. you need to see more Christmas movies. Yeah. So if you're saying, oh, this is my favourite like movie about the human condition, maybe you got to see more movies about the human condition. Mm. Maybe you got to try some more adult films, big yeah. boy films. And maybe get yourself a uh, subscription to Hallmark over the holiday season. And it was interesting that like, the only person that seemed to be rational and go, oh, yeah, no, no, I think it's fine that he thinks that. I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. It was like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, great. Mm. Because he, he fucking understands, you know? And when they were like, hey, Robert Downey Jr., we want to push you for an Oscar nom for Endgame. 
He's like, nah, thanks. Because he knows what it is, you know? Mm. He knows what he's doing. Hey, um, I'm pretty Speaking much... Speaking of knowing what he's doing... Yes. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. We didn't talk trailers, Fuck. but we haven't talked about this. And mm. I can tell already you have the exact same opinion I have here. As a young child, let me just preface this by saying that I imagine it hasn't aged well, but the original, like Rex Harris and Dr. Doolittle, was one of my favourite movies of all time as yeah. a child. And I have no connection particularly to the Eddie Murphy one. I, I don't even know if I've seen it. So, But all that aside... All that aside, to watch this trailer... Because um, my opinion ab- about this has nothing to do with the original content and whether it's like um, whether it needs to be remade or whether it's oh, faithful have, or no, anything no, no, like no. that. No, I, I'm, I have no concerns about it we're, being we're remade. We're talking about Robert, the trailer for Robert Downey Jr.'s Doctor Doolittle film. Yeah, I just don't understand after quitting Marvel. Yeah, why the fuck that's your next move? It's like so much about that trailer is completely baffling like i don't understand anything that is happening in this fucking thing like why why is he talking like that yeah he's, like, he's his got accent a bad is accent insane like i just don't even I, like i've i think i watched it twice i watched it once and went no i i can't have and then i watched it again and just went everything they've Whoa. chosen of him speaking as well seems pretty low energy and mm. mumbly and gravelly yeah it's kind of like he's just gone like garbage sherlock holmes yeah. Like, he's just... Oh, yeah. But I would totally understand if you, you know, you did your 10 years in the Marvel trenches, you, you did these big tentpole crowd pleasers, mm. you earned an absolute fuck ton of money, which yeah. he did, and then you went, okay, I'm free of this, now I've got the opportunity... To do a passion project. To go and do some of those real adult films that, yeah. um, where I'm, you know, going to be able to really perform yeah. and do those things. Because, I mean, he, you know, he, he did a lot of stuff in the past... Yeah, like all his previous stuff is is great, but since he's been in Marvel movies, isn't it? It's like this and what was that the the lawyer or yeah, just weird stuff that just hasn't a lot of stuff I haven't even seen uh. to be fair, but um, things that just really haven't hit in the same yeah. way. So yeah, I, I don't get that. I don't get why you would then go and do a, a another big franchise because I mean, obviously, the reason you would do something like Doctor Doolittle is mm. money. Mm. Like, I'm sure it's a big payday. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, I just don't... Yeah, I just don't get it. And even if he was like, well, no, I really I really love Dr. Doodle. I want to have my version of the character. It's like, well, okay, but... it. I mean, I, obviously we haven't seen the film, so I don't know anything about the script, but it just kind of looks a bit... Ugh. Is it a... Yeah. Um, is it a Disney? I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it's some previous deal like a or contract, contract or... Yeah, yeah that, that could work. Do this and we'll finance this kind of thing. Or uh, you've got movies left on your contract. And yeah. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, that does seem like a really odd choice. Um, let's go to zombies now. Yeah. We saw Zombieland 2, a double tap. Uh, you may or may not have seen the first one. You're not sure. I actually don't know. I thought I hadn't, and then I had a few vague memories of things that had happened in it. But, uh, yeah. I have no particular memory of seeing the first one, but I found that it didn't really matter. Seeing no. the second one. No. And, uh, I, knew en- I knew enough to get by. Look, if you've seen the trailer for this, you know exactly you're what you're much, uh, yeah, you're pretty in much store for. Yeah. Um, to its detriment in some places, I thought, because yeah. especially at the beginning part... Pretty much every setup, I'm like, and I already know the punchline from the trailer, yeah. and yep, that's bit. And I was just kind of yep. ticking off the trailer moments and going, mm. okay, now can we get into something that I haven't seen? Mm. But uh, that's aside. 
Um, I was a bit worried for it at first. At first I thought, oh, this isn't really hitting for me. I don't know if this is going to be um, particularly good. But, uh, yeah, I was entertained by the end. I, it had its moments and yeah. um, it kept me amused. Um, mm. I, I didn't love it. I wouldn't give it a huge score. but um, I'd give it three, three and a half. It was solid and fun. I think it didn't surprise me. Uh, there were no significant surprises or... Uh, massively clever twists or anything like that, but uh, it was a fun. It was a fun enough ride. Yeah, like I, it was. It was good. It was good, and you know, it was good fun. It was good fun. It was it does a worse some, way to spend a uh, Saturday morning. Some nice moments. Yeah, I would mm. definitely give it three, three and a half. Yeah, um, maybe leaning towards the latter, but uh, yeah, the characters won me over again as it continued, and um, some of the new characters that came in, I enjoyed yeah. more than I was expecting, mm. and. Um, you know, it, it has some pretty inspired um, gags in there. Uh, not a massive amount, but the the ones that do hit, really. There's, yeah, there's a couple of belly laugh moments. Really do hit. In there. So um, <laughs> it was enjoyable. Fun to see that uh, grouping together. And um, considering there are a few zombie movies around again at the moment, mm. getting to that time, it's probably the f- best one that I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Because we really don't have much else to say about Zombieland, do we? No, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I feel like whatever you've seen from the trailer, if that appeals to you, like, that's, you know, that's the vibe of the trailer is the vibe of the movie, yeah. and it doesn't change much from that. So, you're going to go, it's, it's like a nice, you know, you're putting on the dressing gown and slippers. It's a nice, comfortable two and a half, two hours, whatever. With the exception of, um, I don't think the trailer shows a lot of zombie mayhem. So, yeah. a lot of the zombie stuff is kept. For the movie, mm. too, and... Uh, and it's fun and gory and... Yeah, and I think know. when that started to gear up a bit, yeah. it was more enjoyable yeah. as well. Um, and do stay, don't leave straight away, wait a minute or so, and then there's another scene that mm. comes up, which is um, well worth your time, I think, especially if you're a fan of the first movie, um, which I was. I really liked the first movie, and I, and I think, um, you know... it. It's hard with stuff like... Like, if this was a TV show, I'd go, yeah, great. You know? Mm. I watch Zombieland every week on Netflix. Mm. You know? And it nearly was a TV show at some point. Um, or was it? Did they do a TV show? They might have even done one with different actors at one point. I don't know. But uh, anyway, it, it it's a hard thing with movies of... Like, you go, does it need, even need to be a movie anymore? Or could this mm. just have been a limited series on Netflix or something? Um, we would have got just as much out of it. Um, I saw The Dead Don't Die, which is Jim Jamusha's zombie movie, which has um, a great cast. It's got Bill Murray and Adam Driver and Tilda Swinton in it about zombie happenings in a small town. Uh, this is the one I watched on the plane, though it was released on the um, week I was in Canberra. And uh, yeah, I was really disappointed in it. Yeah, okay. I'd h- heard I really. I thought the trailer wasn't too bad. Yeah, I'd been looking forward to it yeah. after the trailer. I thought you know this would be interesting, but it's um, very eccentric. Yeah. It, it's very deliberately low key. Not much happens in it, and it takes yeah. a long time for things to start happening. Everybody's playing that sort of mumblecore, low energy um, talking, mm. and it it has it makes some choices, which obviously are very deliberate choices. And um, Jamush wrote this as well, mm. and obviously things that I think quite amuse him, mm. but um, they're deliberate, take you out of your comfort zone, like sharp little turns in the script, mm. um, and very meta things that happen in the script. 
Yeah, I think the only movie that I've seen of his, I think, is maybe uh, Love is, Only Love is Left Alive, and I wasn't really... I didn't really like that one that much either. Yeah. I mean, the characters actually talk to each other about reading the script of the film they're yeah. in. It's that kind of film yeah, at times. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, it just kind of went nowhere. Mm. And then by the time it finished, I was like, yeah, yeah I will never w- watch that again. Mm. I really recommend it to anyone. Mm. So, um, it's a shame. Because, and a shame as well, because... You know, he did assemble some pretty great people and interesting people. And people that um, are notoriously intense people and only do things that they're quite passionate mm. about. So I, I do wonder if there was a disconnect at some point between expectations and, and delivery. Or You know, I kind of think I'd love to really know from like a Bill Murray or a Adam Driver, did that, was that what you thought mm. it was going to be? Like, is that the film you wanted to make? Do you love this thing? Because I just didn't get it. And um, Little Monsters I saw as well with Lupita, which uh, I didn't realise was an Australian film. So when it started and it's like, very Australian guy called Dave have an argument with his missus, I was like, I've got the wrong film here. (laughs) And um, no, it turns out it wasn't. This guy breaks up with his girlfriend, stays with his sister and his little uh, nephew and ends Mm -hmm. up going on an excursion because he likes their teacher who's played by Lupita. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, plays the ukulele, plays... The first song she plays on the ukulele is Shake It Off, so there was a kindred spirit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I didn't think it was that good. It has its moments, yeah. but um, Australian film still has a long way to go. Like, it lacks the charm and self-effacing nature of, like, a New Zealand comedy. Mm. It's, like, a lot more obnoxious than that, and it feels at times uncomfortably like 10 or 15 years ago you know like there are jokes from him calling someone with a kid with spina bifida a a retard and having to be told that he's not and it seems to be like the whole joke is just him using that word rather than anything Mm -hmm. else um you know pretty liberal with comedy but it's not lazy comedy Mm. you know like Go back to something like something uh, something about Mary with Matt Dillon talking about Mongo on the clothesline and mm. stuff. And that is a guy that 100% believes what he's saying, also thinks that it's endearing, mm. that she's going to find him attractive because he's doing a heroic thing. Mm. And also it's so insanely specific that it just veers away from any thoughts we have about mm. those issues in the real world. Mm-hmm. And... You think, God, if people could do that all the way back then, why are we just doing really lazy mm. stuff now? So it felt like that. Then there's a lot of, um, you know, just trying to shock you with language and stuff. But the, the biggest falling, failing point for me, and it's a shame because Lupita's great in it, um, and she has so much presence, but the film's shot pretty basically as well. Um, so she's the, you just think, why are you, why are you here? How mm. did this happen? And the other um, international celebrity is Josh Gad. Oh, okay. Playing a, um American children's entertainer who happens to be at the nature park where they go on this excursion. Right. And for me, he's the biggest misfire. Like, he mm. undoes everything because you've got Dave who already is the problematic character who, oh, you know, I'm a boozer and a swearer and I, I'm not used to being around kids, so I'm saying the wrong thing and, mm. you know, but I'm trying to be warm to Lupita and then we get Josh Gad's character who the minute things go down just becomes the most cartoonish reprehensible sweary selfish awful character which then eclipses Dave 
and makes you not even think about mm. Dave. So everything that Dave's done in establishing his character, you go, oh, we had this piece of shit. Oh, but now we've got a bigger piece of shit instead. And it's like, you've just undone done everything. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at now. It just looks like you guys are amusing yourselves, but there's nothing here for me. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's disappointed by that. Although that said, I mean, it still does have a couple of moments where you'll uh, have a chuckle. Um yeah, and that was Little Monsters. So out of those three zombie movies, uh, Zombieland was my favourite. And um, the other horror movie I saw was in Sydney. I saw um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which is a pretty forgettable horror film. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it makes a lot of sense either because it's supposed. To, it's one of those, you know, the book's writing itself because of a ghost and everything in the book is coming true and it's telling scary stories. Mm-hmm. Each scary story... Like, in my world, a story has a beginning, middle, and end. These stories are just... There was a monster, and it's attacking you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's got that... Do you, did you see the trailer for it? Yeah. Where that girl goes something like, Don't you get it? You don't read the book. The book reads uh, you. Yeah. And that just became our catch cry for yeah. the whole trip of... Uh, don't you get it? You don't ride a horse. A horse rides you. Mm-hmm. Um, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, the, the thing about it that was exciting was we saw it in 4D. So, except we were cheated out of a D because it wasn't in 3D. Oh. So, Mm. they have the capacity to do 3D there, but this Mm. was not a 3D. Okay. So So it was 3D. It was really 3D, but the same. it was a different D. Okay. Yeah. So they shuffled D's. I felt like we needed a discount on the D we were missing because yeah, I think okay. if you're getting four D's, you yeah. assume that that third one is in there, but it wasn't. But that said, like the seats rock around and move around like a, a ride. There's fans with wind, water sprays on you. Mm. Um, there's lots of different air jets in your seat, so like someone got their neck broken and you got a spray of air on that part of your neck, mm. and um, you know someone gets tripped up by something suddenly and you get. Uh, knocked on the back of your ankle Um, so that was pretty cool Mm. flashing lights uh, and even the I mean when people were in car chases and stuff like or like cars were going all over the place and stuff you know the seats are really rocking around Mm. but the cool stuff was the subtle stuff like they walk into the haunted house and your seat just very slowly drifts to one side Um, just gives you that oh something's off kilter so that made it fun that was a fairground ride, but it would be very hard for me to imagine reviewing it without all that extra mm. uh, gimmick on top of it. I don't know if you've got a cinema that does that here in Perth. I don't think we I don't think do, so. but um, it's 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 fun. I saw the um, at uh, Universal in Singapore the Shrek 4D. It wasn't good. No. No, it was it was not good. I saw a Bugs Life one in Disney's California Adventure, like back in two thousand and one. Yeah. That was good. Was that? You know how uh, Singapore? We went to the 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 green rock, the rock the green the Green Lantern was one. Green Wasn't Lantern. there a rock one as well? Yeah, but we saw the Green Lantern. I thought we saw both of them. Was that a four D one as well? Yeah, it was. Okay, that yeah. one was really wild. Like those seats yeah. were, yeah, like an actual fairground ride. We mm. were in a little like car, yeah, basically, and it was just highlights off the Green Lantern movie, yeah, which is so about ten minutes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just an action scene and it all moved around. So yeah, but th- this looked like a normal cinema, except for I mean, you could see there were giant fans and yeah. lights and stuff all yeah. around. And you had an option to, like, turn the water up or off or whatever. Oh, you're right. But the Bugs Life one was really scary because you, you go underground 
and um, you're watching a 3D movie, and this was 2001, so you don't, mm. you really only saw that in theme parks, that kind of 3D, because prior to that, everything was the red, red and blue lens mm. kind of 3D, but this was full color, interesting 3D, and um, you're watching this thing about bugs and what bugs do, and then an animatronic hopper. Um, comes bursting through the wall. He was the grasshopper yeah, played by yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And starts threatening everyone. Mm. I mean, it would be even scarier now because you'd think he was going to touch you. Yeah. Um, and he's like, attack them, my bugs. And then there's this, it's a mix of things on the screen and animatronics. So, like, big animatronic spiders start coming down out oh, of the okay. roof. And um, things are spitting venom at you and you're getting hit with water and things. And at one point, he's like, sting them. And you're sitting on these faux wooden benches, like they're yeah. plastic carved to look like wood. And there's actually, like, fucking spikes that come out and jab oh. you in the ribs and stuff. That was a bit of a shock. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, this, that hurt. Yeah. 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 Keeps you on your toes. And then at the very end, like, when they go, you know, it's all been defeated. Kevin Spacey's in jail. Where he should be. Yeah. And <laughs> they're like, okay, everyone get ready to go. But, oh, let the worms go out first. And then... This thing wriggles under your seat like a, oh. a Mexican wave of kind of rippling under your oh, bum yeah. as the worms leave. Oh. It's really cool. But I don't yeah. think it's there anymore. I think um, Kevin Spacey probably was the problem. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, a movie that I saw 18 years ago and thought I should um, review here now. Yeah. It's a bug's life, as they say. And uh, so was there anything else you watched that was <clears throat> worth... No, I spent the last couple of weeks catching up on uh, 11 or 12 episodes of This Is Us, which is the uh, sad, crying TV show. Uh, yeah, it was pretty sad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I watched... Like, sick babies and, you know, alcoholics and all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much been my last couple of weeks. I watched the Stephen King adap- adaptation, The Long Grass thing, Into the Long Grass on Netflix. Uh-huh. Which I- horror movie about long grass and people getting lost in the long grass and crazy Patrick Wilson is in the long grass sounds great yeah that's kind of what you'd expect (laughs) for a movie where the bad guy's the long grass yeah okay yeah Yeah. sort of uh, I have you know I think there's people that would appreciate it like M. Night who made the movie about the... <gasps> he was in This Is Us. The plants. Yeah. Really? Yeah, one of what the... What a twist. I know. <laughs> it's almost an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah, one of the characters is an actor, and then he goes to work on this movie, and then just fucking M. Night Shyamalan's the director, and I'm just like, that's that guy. It cannot be that guy. Why the fuck is he in this TV show? And then it was. What, what uh, year is this TV show? Now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's now. It's current. This Is Us. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's good. I think you'd find it I'm a bit dreary. I'm thinking of The Secret Life of Us. No. <laughs> I, I still have DVDs of that. I love that show. Yeah. It's by Edjo in it. Well, someone had to. Who in it? Edjo. Edjo. Yeah. Oh, fucking Edjo, mate. That's his, that was his big break. True. Yeah. True, true, true. That character called Will. It's very good. Yeah. I once um, saw an extra on it. Well, I didn't watch the show, but I started watching it and this extra came on. Mm. And I was like, I've slept with that extra. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Congrats. Speaking of extra, yeah. pretty extra. <laughs> we got nothing else. Nah. Well, that's nah. so sad that after all this time, we like come back and uh, we're 42 minutes in and we've run out of stuff. Yeah. Well, nothing's happened. Paul, Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler and Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Cool. That's cool. Mm. I don't think the Riddler works. I still think like... Nah, the, yeah. No matter how hard his riddles... Batman, people can just fucking Google it. Well, Batman just needs a Reddit thread. 
Yeah. He just needs a dedicated Reddit thread called the Riddler's latest bullshit. Yeah. And um, the Redditors will just, they'll just come up with it. Mm. And he'll just go, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. You're fucked. And, um, yeah, the Riddler definitely belongs in a world prior to the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, I mean, he might do something like, but Batman, if you get any help with this riddle, and I will be looking at Reddit, yeah. um, then I will kill Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Yeah, Rachel. I'll kill Rachel. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or Vicky Vale. Or Elle McPherson. <laughs> I'll kill, I'll kill all of them. Okay. I don't know what poor Elmer Ferson's got to do with anything. It's still modelling. She, I posed with a wax model of her oh. in Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, didn't the Sydney one also have, like, a wax model of, like, Amanda Keller or someone? It so, does, except so. she's not, she's not in the, um, <laughs> she's, like, right in the hallway when you leave and come oh. out to the guest, uh, to the gift shop. Uh so she's just like in this little hall area she's as you leave. Just kind of shuffled out. Yeah, you just mm. sort of see her there, like um, you know that she's just been put aside for cleaning or something. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's what the Singapore one. They just have like, I'm like I'm sure there's a Serena Williams one. You go all the way through and she's in that kind of. Yeah. And I'm like, she's Serena Williams. She's though, holding like. a she's holding a broom with the cleaning products. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's weird. I didn't expect that you would be able to go up and just like put your hands on them and stuff. Because, mm. like, there's no one. I mean, yeah, there's just no one there. Mm. Which, yeah. Like, you just walk in, and I mean, I'm sure they've got cameras and things, but yeah. uh, everybody's just putting on f- funny hats and going, oh, look, I'm sucking Ned Kelly's dick. <laughs> yeah. And there are a lot of Australians in there. Uh, I, I, I took quite a few pictures that I haven't put up yet, actually. We've got mm. some pictures with um, Julia Gillard. Okay. Our former PM. Yes. Yeah, and um, they've got a full royal family set up there where you oh. can go and be in a big photo with them. Yeah, the Singapore one, they have the Queen and you can have, like, they have, like, the big throne, two sort of throne chairs. And I was like, I took a photo of the guy. I was like, oh, you can come and have a picture with. I'm like, no, thanks, bro. And walked in the next room. I think the only one I actually did a picture with was um, Cheryl Khan, and that was all. Well, I was getting my picture taken with, um, it was Meghan Markle. Oh, okay. Was, was it Meghan Markle or was it Kate Middleton that I was with? It was Meghan Markle, wasn't it? There's one on, they, they were both there. I'm wearing a top hat. And anyway, I'm standing in this big royal, it's in an alcove, and I'm standing mm. in this big royal thing in the top hat, mm. um, standing still while getting my, while doing a selfie. Mm. And then I moved, and these women screamed who had just like arrived. They thought I was part of the royal family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And they thought like they were in some sort of um, house of wax situation. <laughs> yeah. And that um, Paris Hilton was going to come and stab them or something. Yeah, right. They're very... Uh, you've got to be careful in those places. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we walked into the sports section. I was just like, yeah, i got no idea who anybody here is. Mm. I've seen there was a David Beckham that didn't look anything like David Beckham. There were a couple there that I thought... The Leonardo DiCaprio they've got in there is pretty sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. They had a Johnny Depp in Singapore, and Mum's like, I want a photo with it. And I'm like, mm, he's gross. He's going to hit you. Yeah, I'm like, he's going to... she's like, oh, I know, but... Oh. <laughs> Apologists, man. Yeah, they had a Jeremy Rayner. Oh, no, 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 I'm thinking of the supermarket where I saw a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And it didn't threaten to kill me, which is um, mm-hmm. how you can tell. Yeah. No Scarlet, unfortunately. No. But uh, I did get to pose with Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. There was one of her in Singapore too. I didn't partake. 
Well, I didn't get to go to the Singapore one. I want to do that now. Yeah, it was... Cl- I think... I'm sure it was... No, it hadn't opened or something. Well, I'm, a, I'm... Last time we went, I think. And then it hadn't been open very long. Well, like a couple of years. It had been open like a couple of years when I went. And it's like... It's not bad. Like, it's pretty good. But obviously, it's tailored. There's a lot of like... um. Uh, like Asian and Indian tourists that come through, so yeah. there's like um, like a whole Bollywood section, which was amazing. Yeah, Bollywood section in Sydney, um, and like uh, Asian pop stars and stuff. But I there was meant to be a, a statue of Jay Chow, who's like the, the guy from the Green Hornet, and he's also yeah. a Chinese pop star as well. Uh, but they had uh, taken him away. He was away from the <laughs> from the thing, and I was very disappointed. Yeah, no, look, I that was my first wax museum, and I'm a fan. Yeah, I uh, I will go to wax museums. Yeah, if I'm in a city and you got a wax museum, I'm coming in there. I'm coming to have a look. Yeah, the only thing about the Singapore one is you have to go through this like uh, tour of the history of Singapore first, which I thought would be brilliant, but was a bit cringe, and you can't skip that I don't think you can't just go straight into the the wax museum part you have to go through all this shit and I'm like I I would not enjoy having to go through that again well but I would you have to yeah I know so just you know deal with it let's grow up yeah you you know you're getting a good thing at the end of it it's like eating your vegetables before your dessert yeah alright I (laughs) maybe we should pull the plug on this (laughs) Are we going to throw axes, though, at some point? Because I think, like, you're really good with projectiles. Yeah. And I think you've got to establish that you're more than just, a, like, a gun shooter. Like, you know, you're you're John Wick, but are you a, mm. a Viking as well? You know? Like, can probably. You, can you be, like, Gambit or Bullseye or something and, and just be a projectile specialist? Probably. I mean, I don't see any, any reason why not. It's a lot easier than you'd think, too. Yeah. And, um... It's not heavy or anything. You just like you get so much momentum as it goes over your head mm. that uh, it's fine. Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe over Christmas. Well, there is an axe throwing place in Perth, so we'll have to uh, look into that. And um, so yeah, look, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, this is just uh, us having a bit of a, a chill chat about stuff. As I said, once uh, Jacinta's nose comes off, we'll, we <laughs> might, might get a little bit of a more regular schedule. Mm. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You can go to fruitlesspursuits.com to find out everything we're doing. Uh, Dungeons & Drongos are still maintaining its weekly schedule, so uh, thanks to all the listeners for that and the support there. Uh, You can also hear me as a guest on I Like to Like Things podcast, where I talk about uh, one of my favourite things, and then um, with uh, Chris, formerly of More Gooder Than, and then the response episode where Chris goes and uh, tries it out with his family, tries out my recommendation is also up now and that's a lot of fun and um you can expect the other drongos to turn up on that podcast eventually too so uh, i do recommend you give that a listen that was a lot of fun to be on someone else's show and not have to edit anything (laughs) yeah it's really good it's what i get to do every time we do this show (laughs) it's really nice to just go oh yeah okay la 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 thank you bye the end i don't think about it oh here it is what a gift what a gift Hmm. Um, yeah, you'll find links to our Facebook discussion page. Uh, tell us what you think of things about, like... But don't be wrong about them. Kevin Hopper, Hopper, Kevin Spacey, Spacey is a grasshopper, space hopper. Tell us about that. What do you think about that? Is that a good idea, a bad idea, a dangerous idea? What? How, do you, how do you feel about the bug's life versus ants? Yeah. Oh, or... you know, 
I've got something new to weigh in on with this. Oh, okay. I do have ants news. Oh, okay. Because I went to the DreamWorks exhibition, mm-hmm. and it's got all these different sections, and, mm. and it has concept art. This was in Canberra. It has concept art. It mm. has maquettes. It has um, models of the locations and things. And it's not a big section, but there is an ants section. Okay. And the cynic of in me... Of course it wouldn't be big. Yeah. The this, ants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I walked right into that uh. one. Um so, you know, being the kind of comedy prankster that I am and, mm. and you know, being a little bit uh, edgy, being a bit of a cynic, yeah. I'm like, why do they need an ant section? Come on, ants. Ants is fucked. Uh, but then the actual concept art for ants was really charming and far more appealing than the kind of brown, sludgy mess that we got mm. in the original, in the film. Like, it actually showed a very colourful, bustling sort of bug city kind of thing and all these nice, like, quite appealing designs and colour and stuff. And I just think, you know, that's quite an early movie in terms of animated movies. Mm. And it is a kind of clunky, ugly, terrifying thing. I mean, you can tell how old it is by the fact that it stars Woody Allen, Sharon Stone and (gasps) Sylvester Stallone. But you go, oh, you know, if that movie was made with current technology, it would be a whole different... Hill of Ants. Mm, yeah, I could, I could just... Oh, the gears were grinding in there. Yeah, mm. I was thinking, where do they live? Yeah. Ant Hill. And Hill. I could have said Colony of Ants. That probably would have sounded mm-hmm. a little bit more um, upper crust. Of the earth. Um, there's a dolphin in here. You see that? Crazy. Uh, yeah, so I saw that. And I saw a video game exhibition. And I saw an exhibition of... Um, Oh, well, like children's books, original illustrations, like Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie yeah. and, you know, Magic Pudding and all those Australian classics. <gasps> Do you know what video I watched again the other day? Came up on my YouTube. Blinky Bill. Little Bit of Pud. Oh. Do you want a little bit of pud? It's nearly that, like, it's nearly, oh, Die Hard's my favourite fucking Christmas movie, but it is also Little Bit of Pud season again. I showed my sister's... Two videos while I was in Canberra. Yeah. I showed them a little bit of put <laughs> and I showed them Seagulls Stop It Now. Oh, Seagulls is a classic. Uh, yeah. little, I haven't little, seen it. Little bit of put makes me fucking cry laughing. Yeah. It is so funny. But Seagulls, I sung like every, because we, like, we were out early every day. Mm. I would sing it and put it in everyone's heads mm. and they'd get angry. Yeah. And I loved it. I thought again it provoked. Mm. All right. Um, oh, I you know, we always are scouring movies for sign-offs. So, Tinkety Tonk yeah. came from, not Christopher Robin, what was the the depressing Dom Hall, Gleason? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A.A. Yeah. A. Milne P- film. Poo Sticks. Poo Sticks. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Where he said, what can I say but Tinkety Tonk? Yeah. Um, what about Keep Your Tits Dry? No, there was another one. What was the dick one? Oh, that was just, like, let's kick some dicks. Yeah, I like that one. That's an opening, not a closing. Yeah, I know. Keep your tits dry is like, you know, here's something that you can do between now and next time. Yeah, I'm still... You still tinkety-tonk? Yeah, I feel like nothing has dethroned tinkety-tonk just yet. All right, well, if you disagree or listener or you have a quote from a film that you think would be a better sign-off than tinkety-tonk, let us know. And then it will be entirely disregarded because it's not up to you. <laughs> no, but we'll be. We'll put it. 
in front of uh, Lord Jacinta and, yeah. and, and see what she thinks. Yeah, yeah. If I'm on like a shitload of pain medication next week, maybe I'll be lenient. Okay, and up until then, uh, thanks for listening and keep your tits dry. Tinkity tonk. <laughs> <laughs>